Welcome to the DC Daily Drop, your one-stop shop for today's important news in DC movies, TV, and comics. Here are your hosts, Tom and Zach. Welcome to Tuesday, June 27th edition of the DC Daily Drop. I'm Tom. And I'm Zach. And today we're going to be talking a little bit about Superman, Jared Leto, and Arrow. So, kind of a weird story to start off with on... um, (laughs) Weird as in confusing. Uh, Jordan Voigt Roberts, the director of Kong Skull Island, and Mark Millar, the writer of, among other things, Superman Red Sun, were having a, uh, a Twitter conversation, and Jordan Voigt Roberts said he um, had pitched Superman Red Sun months ago. I believe he said months ago to Warner Brothers, and he was turned down. If you don't know, Superman Red Sun is a an Elseworlds comic where Superman, instead of landing in lovely Kansas, landed in Soviet Russia, and um, that changes things a little bit. <laughs> uh, and so he he pitched it and was turned down. Not terribly surprising, um, but Mark Millar said that. Did you hear WB pitching directors Red Sun to Diff pals, probably different pals in the last two months? Um, so a lot of people are taking this as confirmation that Superman Red Sun is going to be adapted into a live action film. Do you think that is the case, Zach? I, I highly, highly doubt that we get a live action film version of this story. It, to me, it makes, it doesn't make any sense why they would pick this anytime soon to be, to be a film. I mean, I think they need to do Man of Steel 2 first. And so this movie would be I don't know what five to eight years down the road. And even then I think there's a lot of stuff they could do. I guess just personally, there's a lot of other stuff I'd rather see them do than this. This would be like a good episode of a new Superman TV show, but I don't think I want to see a live action film based on this. Terrific animated film. Yeah, that too. Yeah. It would make a great animated film. Um, yeah, I am kind of on the same page as you, uh, almost exactly on the same page as I would love to see this in in some form, some sort of adaptation, but I don't think it makes sense now. And and the thing is, to me, I took Millar's statements, and then he has another statement kind of confirming it later. I took it to mean WB was just talking to directors, and they were giving them examples of things to read. Right. Like, see, this is how you can tell a really cool, meaningful Superman story. Um, and so Red Sun is one of the best Superman comics in the last you know, 20 years or so, uh, you know, it's very popular and very well received. So I I just take that to mean they're showing them comics to get them interested in telling a story. And then Millar was asked about it by Den of Geek. And he said, is this something they're genuinely, genuinely planning? I have no idea. I've got pals at Warner Bros brothers, but never discussed it with them. I think they're just going through their back catalog of big books and hoping to lure in good directors as opposed to any particular interest in developing Red Sun. There's always 50 conversations for every comic book movie that gets made. And as far as I know, this is something that is very much just at conversation stage. Yeah, that makes a lot more sense to me. I I mean, I'm sure they also give them Superman for all seasons to read, but I don't think anybody thinks they're going to make a Superman for all seasons movie anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, it's interesting that they're specifically uh, showing this story, but I don't I don't think it necessarily means anything. Maybe we're wrong. And maybe you can do a cool way to fit it in the DCEU and still sort of tell an Elseworlds story somehow. Uh, I think you can.
can do that. It would kind of be weird, but I think it's doable. Um, and that's sort of what Voight Roberts was talking about. Is he wanted sort of a standalone film, and he's like, I don't even know if I want. I don't even know that I would need Cavill. I could have a separate, sort of a separate Superman and and stuff. And I don't. I think you can do that. I don't. I don't think you should. Um, right. I don't really want to see that. Um, and that's the thing. I don't think it. I think there are other great Superman stories you can tell without doing an Elseworlds story. You can do something that is a great standalone story while still fitting into the continuity that has been established. Yeah, and it's not to say that I wouldn't ever want an Elseworld story or i don't i don't know if i'd ever want a whole movie that is completely elseworld i would like i think it'd be cool to have a part of a movie that's elseworld and then we come back to reality maybe but if it's like completely in the elseworld then i'm not sure how it fits in the dceu and it would be really confusing to have the same actor i don't know it just seems like especially for general audience it's just too confusing with this big budget of a of a franchise to try to do elseworld stories so maybe way farther down the line when they're running out of ideas they can do that but like i said i think they have a lot of good ideas already in this universe that they can work on yeah i mean like the flash could go to a different earth and hang out with jay garrick for part of a film or something like that right. and they could come back to the main earth but um i think generally want to keep these character stories going with what they've established here so I, I think that's what they'll do and i think red sun is just being used as inspiration maybe for directors or uh, interest in luring them in like Millar said yeah well hopefully if anything comes from this is that people who maybe haven't been reading the comics or who aren't really a big fan of comics but like these movies see this news and say hmm i wonder what the story is maybe i should go read that comic book and then they start reading comic books there you go that's one way <laughs> i don't know if that'll work but <laughs> it's an interesting idea yeah uh moving on to another dce movie that is not an elseworld story wonder woman uh, Jared Leto did a brief interview with Entertainment Tonight about Wonder Woman. Uh, he, If you don't know, he's actually in a band called 30 Seconds to Mars. Kind of a big deal. Um, but his band and crew rented out a whole theater to watch <coughs> to watch Wonder Woman. And he said he loved it. Uh, he watched the Linda Carter series as he when he was a kid. Um, and he said he would love to be in a film with Wonder Woman. I mean... I don't know anybody who says they wouldn't want to be in a film with Wonder Woman, but it's nice to hear from him. Yeah, it's pretty cool. And it's very similar to how James Wan tweeted about how Aquaman, the whole production, rented out a theater and the whole yeah. everybody in the cast and crew got to go see it together, which is just kind of really cool to see a, a private showing like that. And uh, that's just always cool to see the the camaraderie across films or whatever. Yeah, if that if I ever did that though, I would like I would see it that way, and then I'd want to see it in a normal theater or by myself because I'm sure like if you rent out a whole theater and you have a bunch of friends together, they're just going to be kind of rowdy and you might miss some parts because they're loud or whatnot. But that's just that's that's me being picky. <laughs> Hopefully, they'd be more <laughs> respectful than that, uh, especially if they're involved in filmmaking. I'm sure they wouldn't be talking through it the whole time. Yeah, you'd think so. Maybe uh, I'll let you know once I'm a movie star and I go to these kinds of things. Yeah. Okay, let me know next month. All right. Uh, they also asked him if he's going to have a role in Gotham City Sirens, and he said, I have no idea. There are a lot of moving parts with that stuff, and we'll see what happens next. So that's kind of a, a non-answer answer. Yeah, I was kind of annoyed by the video that um, they had video of other footage while he answered that, so I yeah. can't see his facial reaction. <laughs> he's like, maybe I know. Uh, I can't confirm or deny. So it, it sounds like 
I, I honestly believe him there. There is a lot of moving parts that seems to be going on with this film. So uh, he might be involved. He might not. And a bit of TV news. Uh, Arrow season six, Stephen Amell was at a panel recently and Cinema Blend was there to to get some quotes on there. And it kind of might be uh, spoilers for the, well, where it might go. He doesn't necessarily spoil where it's going, but you can kind of infer uh, based on the ending of last season. And he, he specifically talks about how uh, there, we're going to see more father-son stuff between him and William, which could be a hint to who didn't survive the island explosion. Uh, he said, I'm excited that they're, that not only are they going to learn about having the father-son relationship, I think we're going to explore that in season six, but William also knows that Oliver is a green arrow. So there's a lot of interesting layers and dynamics. I'm just excited to have to teach him a lesson. As a father, Oliver will definitely try to be better than what he's been as a person. So hopefully he can be a good example for William. So yeah, um, I, I think that would give a hint, but one way or another, we're finally going to see more of Oliver's son. And I think that's a good thing because they've sort of uh, used him just basically as a plot device uh, at a few different points in the last couple seasons. So I'm, I'm excited to see Oliver have a, a father-son relationship and see how they develop that. Yeah, I think there's a lot of storytelling potential in that, and so definitely something that they could use next season. Yeah, I agree. And that's all we've got for today. Thanks for listening, and we'll be back again tomorrow. Thanks for listening, and make sure to check out DC Daily Drop on Twitter, Facebook, and dcdailydrop.com. Drop by tomorrow for more DC news.